god. Oh no. Oh god. No, 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 but like no, yeah, we're here. So yeah, must have been a dream. Nothing. Yeah, it's a weird dream. Yeah. God, it felt so real. You know any uh, cool games you've been playing? I uh, yeah, I just I found this game called Twenty XX. You want to try it out? Oh, uh, that looks cool. Yeah, let's. I'd, just... I'd be down to try it out for the first time. Just... Yeah, let's do that. Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme, everybody. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. That's right. And we're going to touch this new game that we haven't played at all called 20XX. Haven't played it at all twice. I mean, like, I'm getting flashbacks, but, like, yeah. we, we couldn't have played it. I don't think so. I mean, we're, just, we're just at the beginning still. It's very familiar. Yeah. That's probably, I don't know. I think it's just our imagination. Yeah. We always have wild and active imaginations. We do. Even, we do even as we were kids. Yeah. I mean, remember the time when we thought up all those crazy the schemas? <laughs> Not talking about schemes, I'm talking about schemas. We thought up many a schema. <laughs> when we were grouping things together in stats class, we thought of many a schema. Man, I'm pretty sure I used that in the wrong context. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's jump into this. So, yeah. you, okay, so we're jumping into it. Level one here. It's uh, Eternal <laughs> Star, it. the Sky Temple. Yes. All right. So <laughs> Again, there's like this these. Seems oddly familiar. I know, right? But like, I feel like there's stuff. There must be things we haven't. Yeah. Conf- let's just let's just go about it and see how it goes. Let's do it. Uh, there are these glowing enemies, honestly, that I'm seeing pretty much as soon as we start here that take a lot more damage to destroy. But, uh, after you defeat them, they offer up, uh, core chips, which are an integral part of this game. Yeah. Uh, they allow you to carry them over and upgrade your, what, you know, what augments you'll see each time you play. And, um, you know, allows you to improve yourself or at least have the opportunity to improve yourself each run right because there are some permanent upgrades that you can just get where say in the beginning you get offered a free augment and a free like uh armor upgrade or a free new weapon but there are just a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of augment upgrades um unlocks everywhere there's tons i don't even i didn't count but i think there's at least 50 or so yeah, like, yeah. Um, it feels like it, at least. Uh, it's, like that's, the, it's like too much to count. That's, that's, that's the, the thing, point. but it's, a, it's a good thing, though. Yeah, it's cool. It makes it for a, a lot of interesting replayability in that, you know, you're never going to see potentially the same augments twice throughout right. it, throughout each run. Yeah. So it makes each playthrough a little bit different because... Based on the augments that you get, you may have to play a little differently. So you might get more augments that focus on upgrading your powers as opposed to yeah. your attack. So you'll have to augment your your skills 
to accommodate for that and use more of the powers than your normal attacks to get through each stage. Right. So it kind of increases the replayability of each run. I agree. And honestly, like, the constant flow of unlocks makes you want to keep going because you want to see what other things you can unlock. Yeah, you definitely can't just play this game once. No, no, you gotta keep playing, and I mean... That's the like point. We, we must have done this, right? Anyway, uh, I got lost in my own thought. Um, some enemies, as you move through here, um, persist. their attacks, weirdly enough, will persist even after death. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this might just be a minor glitch, or at least how the logic on each of these attacks works. Specifically, yeah. like, missiles... Well, missiles make sense, because it's being shot off, and, you right. know, it's its own entity afterwards. But more specifically, I'm talking about enemies that shoot lasers in certain directions. Uh-huh. Um, if they've already gotten into their charge-up phase, but you take them out before they can shoot, they will yeah. still shoot, but there will be no beginning... How can I say this? There'll be no area... Like, sh- uh. There'll be... There'll be no starting point for the laser, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. The the initial the initial part that's actually firing the laser is gone, but it still shows the laser being shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's just interesting. It's like a little glitch thing. It's nothing huge. It's just yeah. a small little thing that I wanted to point out because I thought kinda, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, kind of like that, when a person dies and then they poop themselves. Exactly. This is the equivalent <laughs> of robot poop. Alright. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Laser beams after death are like robot poop. Take yes. that to the bank, and they'll give you one hay penny. Worth it. Yes, absolutely worth it. <laughs> you know how much a hay penny's worth nowadays? Is it a penny? It might be actually worth one whole penny. Whoa. I know. Something that is completely... Out of circulation as of right now, but still <laughs> worth In it. Canada, at least, do does it do does the USA still have pennies? I don't, I don't know. Do you guys still have pennies down there in the states? Let us know at it's the extreme at gmail dot com. That's i t s t h e x s t r e a m at gmail dot com. That's i t s t h e x s t r e a m at gmail dot com. Don't forget to write it down. Don't forget to write it down. Uh, but yeah, take that to the bank, laser poop. <laughs> oh, it's funny because I said the word poop. <laughs> the base, uh, the basest form of comedy. <laughs> uh, but when you're getting through this Sky Temple area, honestly, understanding the jump dash is absolutely key. Yeah. Um, if you're just um, if you're just good at jumping and dashing separately, you're gonna have a bit of a harder time maneuvering through these platforms because as the level goes on. It gets more, they get more fast, uh, they get faster as they move through mm-hmm. on the rails, so you may need to, you know, quickly jump to a certain area, and if you don't quite understand the timing on a jump dash, uh, you're going to have a bit of a time, but that kind yeah. of forces you to improve upon your skills there, right. it's just like, hey, you got to get better to That's keep right. going, and honestly, you are not at a lack of opportunities to practice. <laughs> Yeah, and then when you replay the game, you'll be that much better. Exactly. So it's like teaching you how to be better at itself by giving you more opportunities and exposing you to the situations more frequently. Yeah. Uh, but as we keep going through here, uh, there, 
Um, I thought it was just some uh, cool little thing I wanted to call out. They added a little blur effects for the weapons as well as the character models. Because mm. uh, when you're dashing, there's a cool little blur effect that shows up behind you. But uh, if you're, like, attacking while you're dashing, uh, the blur effect also encompasses the weapon attack. Cool. So say you're playing as, like, Ace with sword, and you're, like, swinging in the air, you can see a... Uh, blur effect on the sword as it's being used in midair. I think it's a cool little piece yeah. of uh, detail. Yeah, it's a cool detail, right? Yeah. I would tend to agree with and myself. Most details are cool, I would say. That is a fantastic point. Thank you for that amazing bit of insight. I am very proud that You're we put that out in the world. Welcome. Detail. <laughs> it's all in the detail. It's all in the detail. It's also all in the, um, the feel. Yeah, of not making all, you okay. feel faster. Like, so it's in the detail and the feel. Yeah, because the beauty of having a dash, or at least a blur on your dash, is the feeling that you're moving faster. Oh, you yeah. may only be moving a little bit faster, um, in the beginning though. But having a blur effect kind of exp- like and exponentially makes you feel like you're going a lot faster than if you didn't have that that dash line. Right. So, it's all about feel, you know. It's like when you go to a grocery store and they have like things on sale for like 9.99 as opposed to like $10. Right. It's like it's I like, want that. It's not even $10. Exactly. You're like, "Oh man, the, the perception is you're saving money here." And like, "Great, cool. That's not $10. It's 9.99." Alright. Alright, and the people fucking love that. And they're like, I got a deal. <laughs> Especially when it's on sale, even though it might be market price already, and they just yeah, remove they part just of the up, mar- remove part of the markup. And you're like, yeah. yeah, I got a deal. And then people are like, oh, we got them now. <laughs> Sales. Where did I go for a minute there? <laughs> Grocery store markups. <laughs> Fantastic. I think we probably should for my own benefit. Let's. I think we're done here. We move on to level two. We're done here. Yeah. Let's take a little break before we move on to level two, though. Cue the music. of level two level two we're at vile visage in frost burr nice. joey did you bring your coat i did because i'm normally cold <laughs> that's fantastic and sad all at the same time <laughs> we are like the complete opposite i am always hot in fact oh, yeah. i am currently very sweaty because it's very hot in the apartment Oh, yes, I am currently very sweaty as well. But that might also just fuck. be because of weather. Yeah. Yeah. Climate and shit. Yeah, no, no, that global warming shit. That's because that doesn't exist. <laughs> Shh. 
shit. Sorry to get real on the podcast, guys. <laughs> so real. <laughs> we're all gonna die. It's too real, man. We can't respawn. Too real. No. <laughs> Unless we're Buddhist, then you can respawn. Really? Is that a thing? You respawn is something else. Circle okay. of life. Buddha. And it moves us all. Okay, Vile Visage, Frostor. Yeah. I like this level a lot. What? Tell me why you like it. Because it reminds me of Mega Man. <laughs> but that could be every level, Joey. Yeah, but this one especially. There's like not as much platforming as the other ones. All there's right. still a lot, but there's like other stuff too. Okay. You know? I tend to agree. Also the ice. The ice and the penguin. Come on. I mean, it is... A lot of uh, references back to X1 and Chili Penguin. Oh, yeah. But um, I want to talk a little bit about the beginning here where we get some interesting enemy designs um, where it shoots a time bomb enemy that sticks to you. Um, yeah. They kind of look like hives. Not the thing that pop up on your skin when you're afraid or you've eaten something you shouldn't have. Um, like beehives. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Um... And that's why they have these little force fields kind of scattered throughout these areas, because their only job is to negate the time bomb enemy. They don't negate shit aside from that. Yeah, there's so many. Which was not a fun realization. (laughs) It's like, I'm safe, I'm safe. It's like, woo, safe. Why am I losing so much health for some reason? Oh, God, (laughs) this is not safe. Get me out of here. Get out of here. But it's an interesting mechanic because it's the only enemy that requires a very specific method of defending from it. Because you either need to kill it quickly before the time bomb explodes or make your way into a force field and then go back and attack. Yeah. Uh, No other enemies have this kind of design and no other enemies have this kind of methodology for defense, honestly. They don't have a special line of defense for any other enemies. Yeah. So it's an interesting point because... It's the only enemy here that does that. I think I've beat right. that horse into the ground enough, haven't I? <laughs> uh, all right. Do you think I could do it one more time? You can do it one more time. Okay, so there's these force fields. and No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, <laughs> moving on, though. Uh, there's more challenge rooms. The one that I happened to run into this time was a finesse challenge room where you need Ooh. to get to the end unharmed. Um, nice. sounds easier than it actually is sometimes because a lot of the times well, the floor is lava, the ceiling is lava, the middle <laughs> of the arena is lava, and the enemies are lava. Everything is lava. It's like playing a game called, you know, Don't Step Everything on Lava. lava. <laughs> exactly. It's like that song, Everything is Lava. Everything is hot when you're playing 20XBA. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right. I butchered that. <laughs> it's okay. It's not like you're a musician or anything. No, no. <laughs> but I thought it was, I think it's an interesting uh, challenge room, challenge mechanic, um, because it's not based on timing. It's just fully based. You could take right. as much time as you need, but a lot of yeah, the times... I like, I like that. A lot of the time, it forces you forward because uh, the top of the screen has the uh, little icicle security things, that once mm-hmm. you pass their horizontal or vertical line of sight, they'll shoot an ice beak or an ice crystal at you. Right. Uh, so it kind of forces you forward without actually having a time limit. 
So there may yeah. not be an explicit time limit, but there is an implicit one. Yeah. Just like do it. Yeah, you got to just stand there. You got to go fast. You got to take it from our little blue hedgehoggy friend and got to go mildly quicker. <laughs> That was not a good joke. Moving on. Mildly quicker. Um, right. Something cool that I noticed. Um, there's a help cat here. A help cat? It provides assistance and an augment if you pet it what? properly. Just kidding. You don't need to pet it. But <laughs> it will give you a random augment and some health and NRG. That's awesome. Can you shoot it? Why would you shoot the cat? I don't know. It didn't do anything to you. Instead of pet it. Well, I mean, you could, but I think it would be fine. Feels like it's an Invincic cat. Invincic cat, yeah. Yeah, do not try uh, this at home with your own cats. This is <laughs> not an endorsement. Absolutely no. not. Leave your fucking do cat alone, Jimmy. <laughs> I really hope there's one guy out there named Jimmy who just really wasn't quite paying attention, but then we said his name. He's like, what? I hope everyone... That is listening right now is named Jimmy. Oh my god, if your name is Jimmy, no, you don't have to write in. But we would love to hear from you. Um, to let us know if we actually made you look. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, as we keep moving forward here, uh, spikes are no longer the bane of our existence. I know, right? Isn't so it great? Confusing. I still try to avoid them as much as possible. I know, absolutely, because... They're just, it's embedded in my mind that spikes are the devil. Yeah. That's why I don't keep triangles in my house. <laughs> it's very, it's very, you know, annoying, you know, because I can't really cut things because I don't have knives. Um, and I don't have my seesaw anymore. Oh, no, not your seesaw. Oh, no! What am I going to do without it? Just going to, like, see. <laughs> I'm just gonna see. I'm just gonna sit on my plank of wood, just staring off into the distance, saying, "This is fine." Yeah. This is fine. Yeah. And I'll sit on my saw. <laughs> and you'll just sing a song from like miles away. It'll be it'll be and then beautiful and romantic and sad. Yeah, and there'll be like a montage of of sadness <laughs> and longing. It'll be lovely and heartfelt. And what are we even yeah. talking about? Okay, yes. <laughs> the spikes. The spikes only do one HP of damage, which in yeah. this kind of an environment is is perfect because if they killed you outright, it would increase the difficulty of this game by like tenfold. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I think there is a. What do they call it? Like. <sighs> I forgot what they called it. But whenever you get up to the next level of difficulty in Defiant, you can turn on, like, skulls from, like, Halo yeah, is the closest okay. thing I can think of to basically make the game okay. harder. And uh -huh. I think one of the skulls is, like, making spikes death, spikes. death again. <laughs> so nice. it's an interesting callback. I think even in the description, it's like, uh, you have memories of your ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. So it's a funny little callback there. Um, but there's... Have we talked about this? That there are minor challenge areas throughout certain areas that grant you an augmentation if you're brave enough to go through it? I think we did. Yeah. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Again, I'm having side, having flashbacks. Side challenges. Sounds familiar. Yeah. But 
But let's talk about the boss then in that case. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? All right. Yeah. Vile like Visage. He's the, so vile. The pillar of nightmares. So much more vile than chill. <laughs> He's almost as vile as vile. Oh. Boo. <laughs> I'll be here all night, folks. Thank, thank you, Paul. Thank you for putting in that amazing sound effect, Paul. I really appreciate that. Whoa. Okay. No need to put in the sound effect of throwing tomatoes. That was completely uncalled for. Um, but let's talk about Vile uh, Visage. So he has bullet eyes that shoot a wall of bullets in 360-degree pattern or in a specific direction that the eye is currently looking, uh, mm. which is weird because sometimes the eye can come out of its mouth. Or out of its third eye, I guess, which is weird. Um, no wonder it's called vile, because that's fucking gross. Yep, um, it is vile. And it will spawn minor enemies that you must destroy to damage the boss again. It puts a shield up, so you can't actually right. hit it until you destroy the minor enemies. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting mechanic, uh, considering it takes up about a quarter of the screen. So you could basically hit it from anywhere if it put up those enemies. But it decides, yeah. you know what? You this needs to be in phases. So we're gonna put up phase walls, basically. Yeah. So phase walls in this context are triggered by uh minion enemies. That usually that's a common trick in a lot of these not these kind of games, but in other kinds of games where you can't beat the you can't touch the boss until you take down their minions and then for some reason now you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. phase blocking um but cool. i think that's about it do you want to is there anything else you want to touch on with vile visage or can we move along yeah all right let's move along little doggy let's, let's play an appropriate song for moving along like a little doggy Welcome back. Hey. Yeah, there we go. Now I'm feeling it. Oh, yeah. All right. Vacuolab with Lotus. Vacuolab. Lotus. I'm having, like, flashbacks having again. having all the flashbacks again. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we are having flashbacks. Like, you remember? This yeah. feels really familiar, we, right? This, we definitely did this before, This sounds really familiar. So let's not t- t- dwell on this for too long, but I do want to talk about a few things. Uh, right. There's a challenge room. It's a glory zone, specifically. The glory zone. You need to so slay sexual. them all. Yeah, slay all the bad guys. Slay them like Slayer. Slaying. <laughs> like Slink. 
<laughs> slaying. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were like imagining a Legend of Zelda where Link is like a Slinky. <laughs> the Legend of Slinky. The Slink. Slink to the past. <laughs> oh my God, that would be great. He just moves around by <laughs> slinking. Yo, is there a video game where the main character is a slinky? Oh my... That would be awesome. Oh, that would be the most 90s shit ever imagined. Yes. You could just, like, slink around. Oh my N64. god. That would be a great N64 game. That would be so much fun. I mean, they did... That was... The 90s was a time when they were, really, like, really shilling with brands hardcore. Like... Yeah. They, like, had a The Noid game. You remember The Noid? The Noid? Yeah, like from... Sounds familiar. It was like the old Domino's mascot. <laughs> what? Yeah, you don't remember the Noid? It was like, avoid the Noid! Uh, okay. Uh, yes. And, uh, yeah, yeah. and also they had cool... With the shoes. Yeah, and then they had Cool Spot. You remember that one? Seven no. From 7-Up? Cool Spot? Oh my from god. Was I the only one indoctrinated by video games and brands? Was that the guy that looked like... It looked like a red dot. Guy? It was a red dot with sunglasses. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah it looked like the Kool-Aid guy. Yeah, except it was just the dot. Right. Big, big difference. But I do Fair wish enough. there was a Slinky game. I bet there is, and I bet it's horrible, and I'm going to look it up right after this. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so as you go through and get the finish up this challenge area, uh, at this point you're realizing, yo, know, we can mix and match these armor parts. Yeah. But I mean, we're. I feel like again, I'm I'm having deja vu, so I don't want to talk about this too much. Uh, but at this point now, we have multiple different types of armors that augment our abilities. Uh huh. Um, which is awesome. And speaking of augments, the augments keep stacking as you get more of them. Um. So you gotta kind of be careful if you're not able to handle the power, almost. Because uh, yeah. you could feasibly get, like, ten speed boost augments, and if you can't handle that speed, then you're fucked. Yeah. So you got it. It's kind you of like... control it, yourself. It's like a double-edged double, double -edged sword. You gotta be like, yes, another augment! But if you have, like, a ton of something, you can't actually handle the augmentations. You're just like, oh, shit, I gotta be so careful now. Yeah, you gotta, like, be good to use the augments. I know, but it's an interesting kind of trade-off, right? Because yeah, some people might cool. decide... The augments make... Go on. The augments make you good. Exactly. But you have to be good to use them. It's a beautiful little dance we have to play. Uh, yeah. Uh, but what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say it's an interesting balance that is created now. Because the people who are less confident in their abilities may pass up certain augments because they're not ready for that extra boost of speed... Or that boost yeah. in, like, maneuver... Usually it's maneuverability that's the big problem. Extra boost in power right. is usually not a problem. <laughs> like, oh, no, yeah. I can't handle this power. It's easier <laughs> to kill things now. Uh, what a shame. <laughs> no, it's usually maneuvering-based things. Um, yeah. Like, if you get a jump, or you get, like, a ton of jump upgrades, or speed upgrades, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting dynamic that's kind of presenting itself through kind of conveyance in a way. Yeah. Because people yeah. will understand as they move through, like, oh, if I get another one of these, my speed will increase a little bit this much. And then you're just like, oh, maybe I should pass up on this one. 
Yeah, it's a it's cool. It's like pretty unique thing. It is because I don't think that's a. It's a, it's a very interesting mechanic that's solely available really in something like a roguelike game. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's about it because we. I remember us talking about some yeah, flower. We, we totally did this. So let's. Should we move on? Yeah. It's before it's level four. Oh, but before yeah. we do, let's close that door. Sound effect. Gross. Great. Cool. Thanks for that. And let's play music now. Lucky. Yes, I did. Loud noises! Let's talk about Frostor and okay. Shatterbeak. Yes. So it's cold again. Did you bring your jacket? I forgot. I'm having flashbacks time. again. We definitely did this like 10 minutes ago. Are you sure? No. Oh, no. Everything's blending in again. Yeah. Let's talk about this Frostor, though. Okay. So, this is, again, a something we didn't talk about in the last Frost Door, but fuck ice levels. <laughs> Seriously, fuck ice levels. I hate ice you, mechanics in video games. Yeah, ice mechanics in general. Because uh. the, the problem is that it takes away the one thing that I value in video games, and that's control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love having precision platforming because I know that if I make a mistake, it's my fault. Right. But if something changes mid-game that ruins that sense of control, then I'm just like, well, fuck, I did, I did good. It's not my yeah. fault. It's the game's fault. It's the game's fault. And then I get upset at icy floors. And then I stand up and walk outside into the freezing cold Canada weather and fall down and say, that's not my fault, it's Canada's fault. fault. It's the climate. It's, uh... it's climate's fault. Maybe I'm just projecting too much. <laughs> Let's talk about something that's not icy floors, which is okay. portal puzzles. Those are cool. So these portal puzzles, it's just little vignettes in these areas where you need to kind of maneuver your way through a certain area to get to a portal, which takes you to another area, which takes you to another area, so on and so forth. Um, it allows for an interesting kind of level design because right. they could take you, you don't know, well, actually, you do know where it could take you because both entry and exit open up when you get close to one of them. Yeah. So you have and an idea of where... Within, yeah, they're usually within the same screen also. Exactly. They're usually within the same screen. There's usually never a time when it's going to take you completely out of the lurch. Yeah. Uh, there are times when you might be going from the bottom of an area to the top of an area next to you. Yeah. But for the most part, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, but there are, as you keep moving forward in this stage, there are certain enemy types that are easier... Or harder to deal with, depending on how the chunking has basically worked out. Because um, as we spoke about before, or at least I think we did, we must have. Um, we must have. There are these certain areas that chunk together, but not always the same way. Hence the roguelike nature of the game. Um, so sometimes, like, for example, penguins and, like, steep slopes <laughs> don't really work well together if you are Nina. And you don't have, like, a, shatter, a scatter shot. 
Um, it just it makes it harder to defeat an enemy because the enemies aren't placed with the intention of the developer in mind. It's more placed with the intention of replayability and chunking. Uh-huh. So an interesting kind of dynamic there where the developer didn't really have the control to say that this enemy should be here all the time. It's more just setting up a set of boundaries where things should and should not be. Right. And kind of hoping for the best. <laughs> and for the most part, it does work out, but for the, sometimes yeah. it just doesn't work in your favor. Right. But that's, again, part of a trade-off with the chunking parameters. Yeah. I mean, it's expected, I guess. Exactly. Um, and then there's another challenge in here. Gotta yep. light them up. And by light them up, I don't mean shoot them. You gotta light up these switches before time runs out. And then... And usually, uh, well, you end up, every time with that, you get an armor upgrade. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, but you're, uh, they're protected by these ice spikes that are literally along every core, every area. Yeah. So you're being, like, crisscross patterned to death. It's so not easy. It's not easy being blue. <laughs> or red. Or purple. No, it's pretty easy being purple. Really? But any other color, fuck that. Okay, fair enough. I can believe it. Um, but is there anything else I wanted to talk about with Frostor? I think we talked about pretty much everything. Yeah, we could like move on to the boss. Yes. Ding! How did you do that, Paul? Oh wait, I remember you edited it. <laughs> You're a genius. The Icy Avenger. That's right. What is Shatterbeak avenging, perchance? Is it the death of Captain Marvel? <laughs> maybe. I, I don't know if that happened. Maybe, Cap, maybe Captain America died and yeah. Shatterbeak was a pupil of his. Could be. Or maybe he's the long-lost cousin of Chill Penguin. That would be awesome. Oh, the lore. The lore is too deep. We're getting too deep into the lore. Fly out of the lore for a minute. Not deep enough. Okay, fine. Uh, fly yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fly back into the lore in a minute, but he's so Ill, the Shatterbeak will fly the perimeter of the stage, or the uh, the boss room, and shoot ice... So, bleh, and the walls will shoot ice spikes. Yep, ice depending on. Bleh. Bleh, bleh, bleh. It's not like I talk for... Uh, I don't talk for a living. We do not make a living off of this. Um, yet. Well, we're only on episode 80. You never, <laughs> 81? 81. 81, never mind. baby. Um, but as the, as Shatterbeak enrages, um, turns, uh, you'll turn court, and every time it turns a corner, it will shoot ice spikes at you to kind of create more chances to get hit by these shattering ice spikes, and sometimes it'll actually just shoot the ice spikes itself. It's just an ice spike cornucopia. Basically. It's like if I'm at a frosty stand and I get the frosty and it's like, mmm. Yeah, they kind of look delicious. They kind of do. Have you seen a frosty without the without any, like, pow- without any uh, flavoring on top of it? It's just shaved ice! You mean, yeah, ice? <laughs> yeah, just ice! Yeah. It's ice without the sugar. Do sugar. Uh, da, da. Do you like my song? 
I loved it. Thank you. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about with Shatterbeak? Uh, yeah, it's a, I like the boss fight. It's a it's, fun one. Yeah. It's very involved because there's a lot of projectiles coming at you from all sides. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of projectiles coming at you from all sides, hit him with music! Defect in that one is bleach. Rollin', 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 these fire shooters are way more abundant. Uh, There's dad. so many fire shooters. Um, the abundance is much. I mean, we're in level five, so it's about time difficulty scaling kind of kicked in here. Yeah. So that makes complete yeah. sense. Now, like, if I could see the math behind the chunking, I bet it's like, multiply by five. And it's like, okay, here's five, five more fire brands. I don't know what they're called. Fire shooters? <laughs> fire You're a real firebrand, fire shooter. That's why I'm giving you a promotion. Fire. Oh, no, he got fired? <laughs> Take that one to the pun bank. You are welcome. <laughs> Ching. Enemies now have upgraded themselves because it's a lot harder now at uh, level five. And they take a lot more hits and do a lot more damage. Again, goes back to difficulty scaling. Yeah. And speaking of which, <clears throat> uh, even the boss has upgraded with the difficulty. The Rolster Beta. Um, yeah, he was. He looks familiar. He's very familiar, but you know what is not familiar? The fact that once you actually take him down, he shoots into two smaller Rolsters. What the hell? Broke him into two that didn't smaller people. Happen. That didn't happen last time. I mean, that never happened. I don't know. I don't even know what <laughs> words are anymore. But it turned into two smaller rollsters again. This is just about that difficulty scaling. And it's cool to see how the bosses themselves, as the difficulty increases, actually change. So they're not, sti yeah. they're not static. They're dynamic based on where you are in the game, which is a fantastic right. idea and absolutely was a great idea to have in a roguelike. Yeah. S also, like, unique. do you think the roster oh, was just, like, two kids in a trench coat? Maybe. I or, by a trench coat, you mean spiky Like a spiky wheel? <laughs> it's a shit, they found us! We're just two, two smaller spiky wheels inside one giant spiky wheel. Our cover's blown! <laughs> shit. Run! <laughs> uh, but I think we gotta move on to level 6 Cause we're just treading over the same ground At this point but Cue the music All right. No don't cue the music because I did that I did that last okay. time Joey you cue the music okay. Alright uh, uh, Here Wait a second I'm getting an idea No false alarm No yeah no yeah no Wait no yeah yeah no No Yes
drawing? A liger. Alright, we managed to make it to level six! Yes, let's do it. This is the best run that we've done. It I can I never remember us being here. I, I definitely don't remember this. Yeah, alright. Let's do all it. Alright, so let's fucking do it. All let's right. run on in here. Jerem! Oh, hey! Good hey. to see you, buddy! How's it going? Jerem? You sound a bit different. Is everything okay? Is everything okay? Jerem! Jerem! No! What are you doing? Jerem, no! No! from the failure board a new high score in hilarious deaths sweet